The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. I'm sure you that I'd win. For you, country, it's one more win to the Western Finals. Luca survives, and the Rockies slide continues. All on a Celtics winning, French Open beginning, role play Wednesday edition of the program. Jake, let's go! Oh my goodness gracious! That's right. What a do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Got a good show today. A little bit of everything. Uh, big stars. Um, incredible cinematic, uh, masterful uh, production at the highest level. Um, imaging uh, only seen from the new iPhone 15, which isn't even out yet. That's what they're shooting everything on these days. Uh, romance, plot twist, uh, suspense, a death you never saw coming. Oh, a boob scene. And wouldn't you know it, a very satisfying ending. <laughs> What's up, Jake? Oh, you know, just hanging in there, doing my thing. That's know. great hair today. It's all right. You know, I It's just all right? Just rolled out of bed. What makes it great hair compared to all right hair? So if I take a shower the day before, it has some, a certain kind of like... Loof, volume or a, like a puffiness volume they call that volume yeah yeah on the streets that's what they call it and uh yeah that's when it's like a top-notch day and uh you know can i tell you something I put some product in there i think it looks i don't know what you think about your everyone know, has, has a thought of what their own selves allow myself to introduce myself um like what they what, what everybody's individual and look in the mirror it's like what do you see but what i'm seeing jake beautiful hair Whoa, I'll tell you, you sports talk radio guys get all the good-looking women. You see that lovely lady there? And that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? Wow, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. I, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow, he's, A.J.'s doing Whoa. Some, some things right down in So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop. Get your microphones out. Uh, so... We got a little bit of uh, everything today. Avs go tonight. Let's wrap this thing up at home. I'd love to go to this game. I haven't looked at what tickets are. Um, what's your guess right now to get in? Note that it was about 150 to get into game two. Um, they, it was about 125. One, let me see like the nosy nosebleeds way up there. Right. Um, they were about the same, a little bit less for game one, but they went down to about 75 bucks in game one, like right before, like a little mm. flood of uh, maybe opened up or something happened or... Uh, something, but uh, what do you think? What do you think? For? As of right now, I'm gonna say that tickets are probably like 150 to 175. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, Jake, <laughs> it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Six o'clock tonight. I like that start time. Cheapest ticket right now. Section 310, row 15. 
$155 each, and that's before, nice, you nailed it, but that's before fees. And do you know what, Jake? You probably stay in your 175 even with fees. Circle yeah. gets the square. I don't know if it's, uh, it's going to be very expensive to go to Western Conference Finals or the Finals. I mean, it'll be 250 okay? So would this be worth going and trying to see these guys tonight at that kind of money? Yeah. Well, hold on. What else can you do at 200 Ooh. A uh, full detail in your new car? Full detail. You know, you can uh, get... Uh, that's two Disneyland tickets? Two Disneyland tickets? Yeah, that's 100, they're 200 each. That's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. Uh, you could do a lot of things. You know, you could eat for like a week. You could eat for a week of life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a week's worth of living. That's a lot of gas you can buy. That's t- well, it's a medium amount of gas these days. That's well, some gas. That is some gas. That'll last me like four weeks of gas. Four weeks of gas? Four or five weeks. Even in your two hundred. I fill up like once a week. Okay. And it costs me like sixty bucks. Okay. Per tank. Not bad. Um, you're not driving that guzzler like me. Hey, get me out of here. I don't know where else I'm gonna put all my ten kids though. Yeah, are you gonna run out of gas again? What? What are you talking about, Jake? 303-831, 303-831, shut up, you idiot. 1340's the hotline, as well as the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Get your damn act together, okay? <laughs> um, Jake, are you still at the studio, buddy? We're having a little issue here. I think it's a electrical issue, but bring some gas just in case. Don't worry, I already got my gas can. <laughs> right when uh, I saw you called, I was like, damn, something's up. Luckily, I was just right here. <laughs> like Jake, this stupid car certainly has some technical malfunction. But I need you to go give me a gallon of gas. So, you know, for some the lawnmower for later. Yeah, totally. So, you know, thanks. Well, it's like it's two things. Two birds, one stone. Just grab the gas anyways, and then we'll just put a little extra over, you know, put over the top because I like to keep my car full of gas. Never run out of it. Um All right. Uh do the Avs take care of business tonight, Jake? Yes. The Avs, the, they, they finish it off. They take Gentleman care of business sweep. tonight. Gentlemen sweep. So this would be, uh, what kind of victory are you, are you thinking? Tighter? Or, again, no Bennington. They got a backup goalie. So why would the Avs not go get five goals again, right? Right. Yeah, I could see it happening for sure. You know, I could see him just wailing on him. I would say that the Blues are so emotionally wrecked and drained from that last game where they looked like asses. Um gave a game away to get themselves not only back in the series to but to maybe have a chance to win the series. I think um I, I would say it's hard for some of those guys in, to believe in that head coach of theirs. And not even just for the racist stuff, but for the way he kind of maybe allowed some of the go, those guys to play, kind of going, willing to go after Kadri rather than try to win the game. You know, half those guys are probably like, freaking A, let's get this guy. Yeah. You know, and the other guys are probably like, well, I'm trying to win. Like, I want to win, you know? Right. Yeah. But see, another thing is in this, in this final game, I don't want the Blues pulling out goon squad stuff again and 
attack and some Avs players and oh, you know, well, trying to get some cheap shots in there. And, I think and that, maybe hurt some Avs players. Do you so know I hope I it's kind of close. I think they let that early stuff on Kadri go because they knew it was coming. Then when Kadri started scoring goals, they knew there was going to be a little bit more retaliation. That's from the other guy just knowing what's coming because maybe you've been in the situation before. So I think the way the game played out, no, the Avs knowing they were seemingly in control for most of the game is why the Avs took the high road. But do you know what? One more cheap shot and it's freaking on. It's go time. One more cheap shot, and you know, in this game, it's freaking on because they got all their stuff out that last game. Well, you know, for what if they, they didn't get the if they didn't get the lick that they wanted on Kadri, sorry, player. But that's you know, it's just what it is. He come to the game, he don't catch no passes. He come to the game, he just kind of chop guys from behind. It's, sorry, player. He don't do nothing. He come to the game, don't catch no passes. He come to the game to chop guys from the back, and he got the same agent as me. So when I see his ass in that land, I'm gonna beat his ass. Yeah, it don't, it don't matter how I win. He tried to do something dirty, so that's why I'm going to beat his ass. Well, at the same time of, of wanting to beat the crap out of the St. Louis Blues, if they do pull another cheap shot, is that, I can't have a, is that something the Avs want to do, though? Cannon broken hand? Taking or, that, or, you know, messing that wrist up or anything, doing anything kind of ridiculous like a to these guys. Maybe even like a possible suspension? Three, we're up 3-1. to one. This, this thing is over. So let's just go finish the job. Take care of business. Um, I expect the Blues to actually now, again, they thought they were going to have a chance to win that game and still do all that dirty stuff. You know? They did something dirty. No, you don't got to do it again. But um, they're, it's, they have to do everything to try to win this game tonight. So I think that's why the game might be a little bit tighter, like tight, like a toyga, but maybe in the 4-2 to two kind of abs win mold, 4-2 to two abs. Yeah, I, I hope it's a little tighter, a little closer. I'd, I'd like the Avs to go maybe get a lead early and then let's kind of, you know, cut their hearts out a little bit, not let them get that, you know, first period lead again, whatever we're doing with that, and then um, let them feel like they're in the game. Yeah, no more 1-0 crap for the first period. Uh, okay. We got a text from our guy at Water Airlines. Mm -hmm. He says, Love that guy. Jake, for $200, you can get a blower pulley for the bl purple monster and have more boost. I heard uh, you cut in and out. I heard for fifty dollars a blow and some boobs, something. Can you explain that again? Because it got weird for yeah. A for two hundred dollars, you could get a blower pulley for the purple monster and have more boost. Uh, I don't know what that means. I think he's talking about a turbo, maybe. Okay, okay. Because I call my it? thing the monster, so that's, I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, I thought he saw me online or something. I thought he was a subscriber to my OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> let's go to break, anyways. 303-831-1340. Hotline as well as the text line. We want to hear from you guys. Join the convo. We got the best texters. Got the best callers. And then Chuck and Bert, too. We got uh, a good show. Saw that the iconic, the legendary, well, legend might be strong, folk hero. Jim Beneman will be retiring at the end of the year. Did we mention that yesterday in the show? Or did I just mention that no, to you? No, you just mentioned it to me. Damn. Love that guy. Let's see if we can get Jim on at some point today or maybe tomorrow. Uh, it's Mally Sports. Yeah. Nice choice. 
let it go for just like 15 seconds. It's about to get real good. I say don't look back, but I go back Like this anymore. Oh, this one's new. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Did you watch any of the Mavs last night? Uh, we're in control most of the night. Had a gigantic 30-point lead, which uh, was cut down to 10. There was not enough time. Time ran out, but if there was one more quarter, the, Mav- or the Warriors would have won that game. Uh, but give it up to the Mavs. We're hanging in there in a game that they didn't have to show up to. Yeah, I mean, with the leak in the roof, you know, that kind of threw a damper in things. A leak of boom boom. Yeah, <laughs> and I really thought that it would have been in favor of the Warriors, but the Warriors came out even colder than they did uh, in the first uh, yeah. first half. Yeah. So the Mavs well, really took advantage of I that. I expected them. That's all this, the Mavs were. That's the, the Mavs we expected to show up throughout the series. Okay. But uh, let's see here. Max Kellerman, who I really like a lot, okay, said that uh, Luca criticized Luca a little bit um, in a discussion he was having with JJ Redick. And JJ Redick, you know, said that, well, Luca, uh, Max said he's no magic and he's no bird, okay? Okay. Which, okay. Well, I mean, who is? Those guys are. After Michael Jordan, it's like Bird and Magic and Kobe and LeBron. You could talk about every, you know, you got to throw Wilt or Diesel or one of these, you know, a couple old guys in there to make up the next greatest players of all time. Okay. But Max said that he doesn't believe Luca's that kind of level of player. And JJ Reddick said, well,. Well, Max, no, you don't have to do it. But he just said that um, those guys were playing with a bunch of Hall of Famers. I mean, the Showtime Lakers, you kidding me? All those cats and the Michael Coopers of the world. Uh, Robert Parrish is one of the underrated guys of all time. Kevin McHale, an underrated player. Was Havlicek all on time? time? Nah, that's no, uh, Havlicek stole the ball. That was a, that was a different era. Era. Uh, yeah. But uh, that was the difference. And J.J. said, Luca's playing with a bunch of second-round picks and undrafted guys. He's not wrong. And that his, um, damn, what was the stat or the phrase of some kind of um, getting your teammates open looks or good looks stat that Luca was number one in the league I mean, at? Outside of Jalen Brunson, there's not really and I think a he's, marquee player I on think that he's squad. overrated, too. He's, uh, I think someone's going to pay a lot of money for this guy, and he's just going to be an average Joe. He's had a phenomenal playoffs. He's been great. He's averaging over 20 points a game on 44% shooting from three. That's really good. And if he can sustain that play, then he's going to have a nice career in this mm-hmm, league. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, he's going to get overpaid, and this playoff run is probably not what he's really about. It's gonna He's going to revert back to the mean a little bit. But... This this last how game, special is Luca? Luca's on his way to be an all time great. What kind? In what tier? Top, in what category? Like of a you know, top five? I need a comp. Who's mm-hmm. a comp on Luca? LeBron. Ooh. Uh, yeah. LeBron uh. is a comp. They got the same kind of 
Uh, hesitation, stutter step, uh, go at their own speed. I think LeBron's more explosive of an athlete. Absolutely. I'm but not talking in the about style in, the, in which they play. I will. I will hear that. I'm not talking about the ex- explosiveness and the athleticism. I'm talking about being able to do it all, being able to pass and Luka shoot. Luca gets 12 or 10 boards like it's nothing. Exactly. You know, he is outscoring Michael Jordan in playoffs. He has eight 40 point games already in his career. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. In, wait, how many how many points did he have last night? I guess we'll never know. Because if he had another 40 piece, that's nine. And that's with elite company. There's only a certain amount of uh, Hall of Famers. They're all Hall of Famers who have done that. Mm-hmm. And Luka's only 23 years old. And this is his first Western Conference Finals. He's only He only had 30 points last night. Only. <laughs> but he didn't have to perform. His other teammates picked up the slack and gave him a break. He mm-hmm. didn't have to put up 40 to, in order to even you know, be in, in the game because earlier this series, he's putting up big numbers, but they're still getting blown out because his, the rest of his teammates were playing garbage. Who's in the tier for the next best players in the NBA? Luka, Jason Tatum. Those are probably your Trey, not Trey Young. He's on a different, you know, lesser level of those guys. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, is there another guy who's under jaw. 25? Jaw, obviously. Jaw Morant. Maybe, maybe Anthony Edwards. I think he's a tier below. Okay, no, 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 no. Yes, he is. He's just a little less proven. Right. But again, they had a, a nice season, all things considered, for those guys. Yeah, and he's even younger than Luka and Trey and Jason Tatum. So okay, well, he, he has enough time. In the next segment... We'll bring Tim Conley up, and we'll do a bit of a who'd you rather, the Timberwolves or the Nuggets, okay? Role play. But uh, let's finish Wednesday, this segment yeah, Wednesday. with this conversation that we're having on. Of those guys we mentioned, pick one. Luca, Jaw, Jason Tan. I think it's easy to say Luca right now because this segment's featuring Luca. But Jason Tatum might win a world championship this year, and if he goes and does that, We'll be saying Jason Tatum. We'll be talking about in like a month. We'll be talking about Jason Tatum, like Giannis, right, or well, like the next Durant. Well, see, the thing, that's the conversation we will be having. The thing with the Celtics is they're a well-oiled machine. The Mavericks are are not. They're a one-man. They're a show. one-man show with with Jason Tatum. He's got Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. You know, Robert Williams has come out of nowhere, looking like a defensive stalwart, and he's looking great. He has a a very good supporting cast. Grant Williams out of nowhere as well, shooting the three ball like he's Steph Curry. And, you know, it's it's apples and oranges. Like when, Seth when you're, Curry, like Seth Curry. Right, apples and oranges <laughs> when you're comparing the two teams. Jason Tatum is a little inconsistent. He had a 13-point game the other night. Luka, he's not going to do that. He's, Luka's he's, very, I think Luka's very special. It's all about, like, for one, body type and stuff like that. Is Luka have that, you know, going to play in the league forever? And become an all-time great? Is this a, you know, we've seen Derek Rose, five and six year, you know, Steve Francis, like, um, I don't want to say phenomenons, but not everyone plays 10 or 12 or 15 years to, be, to become an all-time great. Does Luca have that kind of makeup? I think Luca has that kind of makeup, and uh, it, it's... It's only. It's weird. These European guys are like Euro strong. I say it like all the time. It's right. like when you're like if you if you're about to get in a fight with the dude like at the bar or like on the street, you check for two things. One, 
cauliflower ear. Okay? If he has a cauliflower ear, you just apologize and run off. And like, run, 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 try to find one of those scooters and take off. Uh, lift scooter. Um, or if they're like European, man. Have you seen the movie American History X? If they have an itch in their name. Yes. Any don't, itches. Don't mess with them. Or ubits. Or bots. Zubats. Listen to me, comrade. Good European hey, player. Hey, good European hey, players. Great European money. fighters. Don't mess with them. Don't mess with them because they're just Euro strong. They're not all cut up, but they're like from farms and things and stuff. All right. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Um, Shout out to some of the Thunder Baseball moms listening. Now we got some of their listening ship. Um, what else, Jake? How's that burrito treating you? Oh, it's great. Mine got a little spicy. Yeah, mine's not spicy. I mean, I, not really for me either. I meant like I thought it was going to be, and now I'm like, I wish I had more spices. Because that first bite did get me a little spicy. Yeah, right. Nice burrito, though. Oh, it's nice. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, of course. Anytime. You know what they say, right? What do they say? When they see that a burrito they see that a burrito can save us. When they see Nick Bonito can save us. I'm looking forward to Nick Bonito. So I could say that every day. Or every Monday after he makes like seven or eight tackles. All right. Smell like sports. I'm looking forward to Top Gun 2 and eating edibles with the Stone Appetit guy. They're going to rent out the whole place, they said. We're going to smoke out. They said they're going to... Uh, I mean, I don't know how they're going to smoke the whole theater out. That guy's got some pool. All right, so I'm going to need you to turn off all the fire alarms. <laughs> uh, hurry up with that hookah. You're passing it all the way up and down all the way. <laughs> That's a one hell of a hot box. No doubt about it. Not make it might not make it out of there. Uh, you looking forward to Top Gun too? Yeah, man. Those that trailer looks pretty mean, and and it's uh, it's getting lots of great reviews. Is it already out? I don't know. What? I guess we'll never know. We should see it though. I'm I'm about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we talk about the? Shooting at the Texas Elementary School. We can talk about it. 18 people are dead. This was a kid who did this. Who I guess you know, might have been picked on and bullied and had a lot of issues. To go do this to kids? I don't know, man. I Cowardice. Well, it's this the most disgusting and despicable thing thing you could ever imagine happening why do, this guy should have just killed himself okay he should have just killed himself and not all of these kids you know it's like you want to hurt him so bad 
You know, you wish you could hurt him so bad. And he's dead. They killed him. Um, I have four little kids, and three are in school all day long. I don't worry about them at school with that kind of stuff. I, I don't want to have to worry about them with that kind of stuff. But, you know, you have to, like, be led into school. You can't just walk in. Got to be, like, led in. Um... Once you get into the school, at our school, it's like there's classrooms just right there. We're just like, you're in classrooms. It's not a giant school. So if you can just walk into a school, I think there needs to be cops at every school in the America all day long that the kids are in there. A cop sitting right there in the front with his patrol car right there, like up on the curb, just to let everybody know he's there. At every school in America no matter what it costs. And then I think that um, maybe there should be uh, people in the offices. If you're going to be a principal, if you're going to be an assistant principal, if you're going to be maybe like um, an advisor, like a counselor, we had a, you know, you know those some guys, those guys are like big guys who did those jobs who were like, uh, if you got in a little bit of trouble, you go down and talk to like one of the coach guys who's like the gym teacher guy. I think they should have a gun and be trained, and it like be on them or something. I, 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 I think I can be talked out of these things. There might be a better way, but it seems to me like how are we going to immediately? protect our kids in the best way possible from getting shot at school <laughs> is by having a cop at every school, not just like high schools. There's some middle school. I'm not sure how it works. We don't have a cop at school ever. Okay. What's up, buddy? Um, I guess I don't know. I don't think there's a, a solution. I, like the gun stuff in this country is so ridiculous and so stupid. This gun that this guy used, it's not a gun you use for like, hunting or like uh target practice i'm not a gun expert but i don't know why this guy needs that kind of gun i i mean like how do you get rid of guns that are already everywhere all over them you know well maybe you can't but you can stop per making and per letting these guns in and making these guns impossible to obtain from this point on you know, and like, I don't know. My, my dad has guns, you know, he's not like, he's like a bit of a collector. He's like, he lives up in the mountains. So he has like little targets and things he put on the other side of the mountain. It's kind of cool. It's, it's a, you know, kind of fun, but I don't know. Like if he had to get rid of some of his guns or something like that, he would, he wouldn't be like, nah, it's, it's my, these are my rights. But there's a lot of hillbillies and people like that who think that way so i don't have all the answers i don't think people should have to worry about going to the grocery store and their kids going to school i i like this it doesn't matter where you live or like you know what kind of community <sighs> man to think i so i went to kennedy and I was a senior when Columbine happened, or a junior. And Columbine and Kennedy are, you know, 10 minutes away from each other. They're not the closest two schools, but you go down Wadsworth and you get from one to the other. You're there. 
man, I'll never forget that day. They had Wadsworth blocked off like so far back. It was just like the most, no one had ever experienced anything like that before. So I'll never forget like Jake, the, or coming home from school. We were, for one, our school was like on panic mode at our school. We were like locked in and then we we're locked out and they're like, go home, get home. Don't do anything crazy. Um, we wanted to go see what was going on so that we couldn't get down like Wadsworth anywhere past like Hamden. I mean, it was, it was wild. And then we went to my friend John Kirtland's house. He's one of my bestest friends ever. And we we're just watching stuff on TV. And there was like the death toll was like moving up and down. And it was like higher than it actually ended up being at one point. But like, I don't know. Um, a kid, Austin Eubanks, who we went to school with, got shot. Not dead. But like everybody knew somebody who was affected by that. Because that's what we lived right there. as was a community. And Columbine was like the first shooting. These two guys kids and i don't know man it's pretty crazy to believe that all these years later over 20 years later that was like 1999 that this things now we're these things are expected and often so i don't know what we could have done back then to have prevented this now but i'm sure we could do something now to prevent in 20 years more things like this from happening and how do we do that right yeah it's it's tough and first off you know condolences to all the families <sighs> and anybody who had lost anybody in, in that shooting and it it deeply saddens me that this is the state of society that we live in and that i have to you know being a soon-to-be father and i know you know you have kids in schools and that's it's terrifying you know to have to think about that and um I have to have that conversation with my son that, you know, you're not safe at school or at the grocery store, wherever you go, you know, you're, you got to be on your toes and you got to be aware that this could happen at any moment. And it, it's, it's sad that it's, it's, gro we've grown numb to it and that we've, we are expecting these things and something has to be done. You just I don't make know, it a have little, all the answers. Make it harder to get guns. Well, I mean, making it impossible to get guns like that. What do you need those for? Why would a guy need something like that? Like for what? What are we doing with it? They they don't. Just plain and simple, they don't. But that's I'm like the we we live in the greatest country in the whole world. We can do and say and live any way we want to. I mean, like that's something we absolutely take for granted. If we live like anywhere else in the world, I mean, like imagine living in Russia right now. Imagine living in Ukraine. Imagine you know. I just it's. We're pretty lucky, but also look at the things that are kind of happening in our country right now. We got to get some kind of control, gun control. It's even saying that it's like right now it's like morning snowflakes. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Let's play the morning snowflakes guy. You got him. So yeah, I don't care really because I Good morning snowflakes. How you doing? Great. Great. I just wanted to say thank God for Donald Trump. I love you, Mr. Trump. Thanks for trying to save our country. Yeah. Who's going to be the president that does come in and do something to change this kind of stuff? I don't think the president has really? the power He's the to president. do that. Yeah, but that's not, how our, governor's job that's not or what? how our system works. It's the congressman and it's the, uh, you know, the Senate. Those, those people are in control of all this. 
our politics are despicable in this country, as good of a country as kind of we have. But also, I'm not sure if that's why we live in the great country, too. I'm not really sure. But like the divisiveness and the sides and simply it's like the I'm just taking the side because that's the side I'm on. It's like right. you're a robot. There's no courage there. Um, I don't know. It's sad. I'm sorry for those people. And I'm sorry for, I don't know, like the whole country, to be honest with you, you know, so very sad. The worst part is, is that when somebody else sees somebody else shoot somebody up or a place up, it it's almost an inspiration to some of those people that, oh, this guy did it. Well, now I can do it. What's wrong with those people? Do you think, do you think they're mentally, mentally sick? ill? Uh, you know, in this case, I, I think that's that kid actually attended that that elementary school and that's probably where he started to get bullied and that's where his trauma started hmm. but and that's probably where he's 18 years old yeah this i can't even say guy that's a kid a kid but the columbine students were kids they're sick plain and simple i mean to want to do that to kill innocent children is sick i don't want to talk about it anymore let's go to break it's my sports The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in 9.40 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Rockies fall to the Pirates yesterday, 2-1, to one, right? I thought they won that game. Did Connor, they? Connor Joe and extra Oh, okay. Innings. Maybe then I'm wrong about that. I guess I think we'll... that was the day before. Okay. Well, they play at ten thirty-five today. What did I have wrong here? What did what happened yesterday? They won yesterday. Yeah, the, uh, extra innings. Connor Joe hit it up the middle. Uh, got that. Uh, got that second run, and you know they got the got the dub. Okay. Well, my bad um, for giving you bad information. Uh, twenty and twenty-two. Are they done? Yeah, they're done. Really? Yeah. They're they're. Done. Yeah, they lost two to one the day before. They won two to one last night. They got my two to ones mixed up. 10.35 today, and then they go to San Diego for three, come back here, and... Um, oh, no, they don't go to San Diego for three. I'm looking at the Pirates' schedule. <laughs> the Rockies, they're going to be here for Memorial Day, right? Are you going to go to that one, Jake? No. Why? I'm not going to a Rockies game in a long time because they're not going to be five games within the first place of the division, and that was my statement. Well, okay. Beat the Pirates today. You win the series, right? Are you with me? Right. Back to 22 and 21. You have four games in Washington against the Nationals. Are you with me? Right. Go three and one there. We're back over 500. And then they come home for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. Seven straight days, including Memorial Day on Monday. Um... Got the Marlins for three, and then the Braves, who aren't having a great season, for three. This is the stretch for the Rockies, make or break. This is it. This next uh, week here for the Rockies. If they can come out on the 
side of 500 over 500 baseball, then they're seemingly in it. No. Okay. They're not going to be in it because even if they do, even if they do get past, you know, that threshold of that five of 500 ball, then you got to play the Dodgers 10 more times or what? Right. But the Dodgers are already nine games ahead. That that cushion is already too Isn't big. Isn't there an extra wild card team this year? Isn't like like you know three wild cards something? Yeah, but look who else is in the division. You got the Padres, who are only a game and a half back from the Dodgers, so they're eight and a half games ahead of you. And then even the 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 Giants are ahead of you. Even the Diamondbacks are ahead of you. There's so many teams just within your division that could vie for that extra wild card spot. That you're not going to have an opportunity to get, not not to mention the the central or the east. Okay, it's well, depressing for yeah. Rockies fans. But no, that's no, just it, it's man. I've you know been to the ballpark like four or five times this season, and it's fun. <laughs> Love to be out there. It's there's something magical about being at the ballpark. We're we don't know what it. Rockies fans don't know really what the charm of a winning baseball, you know, franchise and like all of the things that kind of come along with it. That it's powerful because when it's it's you got baseball every day, every day, every day. When you got a team that's just a winner, man, you know, like Dodgers fans, that's why they feel like winners. That's why, that's why they act like that. That's why Yankees fans act like that. Just that they're winners. Just that I'm a winner. We act, the Rockies fans act like losers. They're losers because the franchises. And it's easy to like kick them and beat them up and say this kind of stuff. But I think what the Monforts don't understand is while they're turning a great profit, they're having a lot of success. They've made the playoffs a handful of times. The franchise has, you know, some great all time, you know, the, the Blake Street Bombers and the Tulos and the Arenados and the Cargos. They don't know what the value of winning is. And what comes along with that? The notoriety, the real big sponsorship dollars, and like the acclaim and the um the clout that come along with being a winner. They, you know, they don't, they, they don't, they have never tasted. They, 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 they're having success, you know, financially and through what they, the lens of what they view as success. But I think that there's been franchises who have had like you know the. San Diego now spent a lot of money. They got a little taste of kind of wanting that some of that success. Or first move Machado. Now they're like all in to be able to compete in this division. And their respect level, you know, even though they haven't got over the hump yet, they're a playoff team the last few years. They, um, you know, they're contenders. They're kind of contenders. The Astros. I mean, that's like a brand now that's back. That brand is back, and it's a brand in Houston, one of the biggest cities in America. So, you know, like the Astros were a dead fan base that was, like, brought back to life because they won at a really high level. So, um, I don't know. It's easy to say and very hard to do, but it comes with a commitment to winning the right guys who are going to come in here and find the right guys and just, like, the, the true commitment to winning. Um, whether it be through um, signing guys, sometimes maybe overpaying for a guy here or there, trading for guys, sometimes taking on a bloated contract to uh, have the opportunity to get a guy to help you win for a home stretch. Rockies don't do that kind of stuff. Every move they move, they, they shop at the Dollar Tree. Okay, they have they spend some money. You know, they got like some uh, the right piece of meat. They got some good meat, but like they're everything else they got was from the Dollar Tree. 
That's just what how they operate. And that's in today in this division today's like modern era era of baseball. You got to have more than that. You got to be able to do more than that. You got to be willing to do whatever it takes to win. The Rockies as an organization aren't willing to do whatever it takes to win. Well, that's clear and obvious. And, you know, like you said, it's easy to say that it's easy to bag on the Rockies, but they make it easy for us to really harp on them and, and not, you know, give them any credit or, you know, to really be hard on them because fans should ask for better. Rockies fans should treat this team like A's fans are treating the A's and giving them horrible numbers and giving them That's horrible a pretty attendance. good call, but the, here's the weird thing. That's the A's actually happen. are competitive and win. They're just in a, a no-win situation where they're at, the ballpark they're in, kind of the city, like the relationship between the fans and the city and the team, all that kind of stuff. But you're, you're right. You're right. But do you know what? This is Colorado. Uh, fans want to be downtown Lodo. It's like, don't hate, hate them. Uh, it's the vibe. It's the people. It's the scene. It's where we're starting our, you know, where we're going to end our night or start our night. Might be at the party deck kind of stuff. So I'm all- it's, it, it's above and beyond that. You have to, it's, it's hard to explain. And it's, 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 um, I'm all for, you know, that. And I don't blame the fans for wanting to go have a good time. I want to be a part of that, but my heart and my soul as a Rockies fan of the team does not allow me to go to the games. And I know it's not going to make any difference, but just, I guess maybe it it boosts my ego up a little bit. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just, I I can't support this team. I get it. Who's this little number here? Oh, this is Bruno. Okay. Can we get some fun, upbeat Bruno back? Or is he going to try to serenade me like every song now? He's like, the next one, here's another slow one. You know what Bruno likes to do? Slow it down and what? Smooth Smooth it it out out and what? Keep Keep it fresh fresh and sexy sexy for the ladies. Maybe that's why he's doing it. All right, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer. Back on the other side. It's Mally Sports. 